Welcome back, father lovers, to a brand new episode of Last Call at Pemberton's, the best damn How I Met Your Father podcast on the internet. I am one of your hosts, Josh, here with my best bud, John. How you doing, man? I'm doing about as good as a bowl of fruit on the first day home. All right. Yeah, it hasn't gotten all rotted and covered in flies yet. There you go. Uh, I was going to say, untouched, <laughs> unused, to completely here for anybody. Boom. Boom. There it is, folks. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we are here for season two, episode nine of How I Met Your Father, The Welcome Protocol. <laughs> I mean, if you wanted that, John, all you had to do was ask. <laughs> See, that's all. Uh, <laughs> you know what? Do it again. We're going to do it again. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, buddy. right folks, we got fun, special oh, things man. here. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's light it up again. <laughs> oh, I'm kidding. Uh, damn. Okay. <laughs> We're just having a blast here, folks. You see it. You know, oh, you know it. that's what we oh. do here at Pemberton. That's right. We're here it to is, fuck shit up. We are here to fuck some crazy ass shit up. Uh, and now we're here to talk about the welcome protocol. <laughs> yeah, buddy. All right. So this episode aired on March 21st of 2023. Was directed yet again by Phil Lewis, man. Yeah, Hooch! Yeah, Hooch is goddamn crazy. This is his now third episode directing and second in a row, which I thought was pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, so. go Phil. That's right. And it was written by Rhea Sardana, uh, who is a staff and story writer for the entire series. Uh, they've been on the series since the beginning. Uh, but this is their first episode as actually the main writer. Uh, they previously wrote on Aquafina is Nora from Queens and Fresh Off the Boat. Yeah. Okay. I've I've watched I think like an episode of Fresh Off the Boat, but other than that, I, not really anything else. Can't I can't that. say that I've seen either of those shows. Yeah, I like Aquafina though as an actress. She's cool. I like Aquafina yeah. as a drink. I mean, I'm sure you do. <laughs> do you know who Aquafina is? Nope. Okay. Uh, something that I know that you would know her from, Shang Chi. She is his friend. Oh, she's the the comedian <clears throat> girl. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I absolutely know who she is. Yeah. I didn't know her right. name, but uh, yeah, when you say that, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yep, that's Aquafina. There you go, folks. Now you now you know now you know. I gotta put the little you know. little, little PSA <laughs> thing across. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Knowledge is power. <laughs> uh, all I right, mean, so this. No, go yeah. ahead. I was going to no. get off on a tangent. So, <laughs> little GI Joe action. No, I was going to do the. <laughs> or if knowledge is power, then a god am I. No, there you go. Batman there forever. you go. There you go. Uh, so the summary for this episode. Vale brings Sophie to a work event so they can party all night with rich and famous people. Jesse wants to introduce uh, the friends to a new girl he's seeing, forcing them to spring into action and invoke the welcome protocol. Okay. Yeah. Decent synopsis. Yeah, pretty simple. 
Okay, so I think this is the first episode that doesn't start with future Sophie talking. I think you're correct. Yeah, because it, it threw me off. It's We've seen that happen in How I Met Your Mother. But we've watched that show so many times, it doesn't phase when it happens. This is yeah. the first time that this has happened. And I was like, wait a minute, where, where's future Sophie? <laughs> they just Well, I love that it's kind of it. weird, too, because they're doing push-ups. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Something you don't typically see the group doing. Yeah, but I mean, it was a contest, you know, to to see who would go with Vale, and freaking dude, Sophie smoked their asses. Dude, she, I mean, doing she doing one handed pushups while they're all doing normal ones, and she's over yeah. here just fucking wrecking them. I thought that was awesome. Selfish <laughs> well, tribute to get uh, wrecked. I mean, she is like Hillary Duff is muscular. I mean, she we is. see we see her later on with not a lot on, and she's got some crazy muscle tone going on. Dude, she's got an amazing muscle tone. Yeah, it's crazy. I like I couldn't <laughs> believe it. Like I was like, damn. I was like, she looks phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. This is what happens when you don't do a bunch of meth and when you're, you know, young. <laughs> I mean, she's one of the few You hear that, Miley? You could look like that. She's one of the few child stars that did not fall down some crazy dark path. That is true. She didn't pull an Amanda Bynes or Britney Spears or Hannah Montana or (laughs) uh, Drake Bell. I love that you say Hannah Montana. Um, It's been a long time. It's been a long time. Jeanette McMurray. I don't know who that I'm one still, is. I'm still going down my list of people who have fallen down weird rabbit I don't know. Holes. I don't know who that last one is. Uh, you ever seen iCarly? No, I mean, or I know of the show, but Sam I've never Cat. seen it. No. I think those were past my time. They were. They were more of, like, our younger siblings stuff. Yeah. But she, uh, she, was, she was in that, that catch-on-Nickelodeon shows where that guy, would, like, he had, like, the foot fetish and the weird things and, like, She's one of the few who got treated like really weird. Oh, okay. Hmm. Like, interesting. Ariana yeah. Grande was in that like little group of people, but she didn't fall down that rabbit hole. Oh, okay. Interesting. Uh, yeah, did yeah. not know. Did not know who that was. <laughs> uh, but yes, yeah, so uh, Sophie wins this this little contest that they're doing for a tag uh, along to Flubber. Yeah, to, well, specifically to the premiere party for Flubber the Musical. Uh, I thought it was just for the musical, but then on my second watch, uh, she specifically says it's it's a plus one to the premiere party. Yeah. So I don't know if they actually go and see it at all, or if it's just a party, like celebrating that it's coming out. I, I don't I actually don't know. know. But I thought it was but, kind of funny that they're like, they're really making a thing of this Flubber the Musical. Yeah, I, lo- I put in my notes. I was like, I love that they brought this back. I thought that was great. <laughs> I really uh, hope we get to see a little bit more from it, or somebody like releases like a little flubber. Yeah, I, I hope that they know. like at some at some point they go to the show and we get to see a, like another clip of it. Like I I, I I hate to parallel to something that's completely out of the normal for like how I met your mother, how I met your father, but like. I wish they do like kind of like an MCU thing where like we get to see a little bit of like Avengers the musical. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That, and like, like, like the end of the episode is just like here's three minutes of this. Yeah. Of this like here's play. like three, two, three minutes of the play, and like doesn't have to be anything <clears throat> huge, but like 
I yeah. could do this all day. <laughs> yeah, that would be that'd be pretty cool. I mean, we did get it. it we would did be. get to hear uh, a song from it, so that was cool. Correct. Uh, yeah. Uh, so Vale is is working with the star of Flubber the Musical, uh, and she is played by none other than Wendy Malick. I love Wendy Malick. She's See, awesome. And it's weird because I saw her, <laughs> and I'm instantly like, I know her. And I can't put my finger on why. Okay, so of um, course. Did you look her up? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so what do you I know, know her, her from? The Ranch. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because she plays uh, the the yeah. lady who buys out the farm. Yeah. Um. She was also was like, in. Uh, she was in Hot in Cleveland, which I watched. She's in Young Sheldon, which I currently watch. Oh, okay. Um, and she. I think honestly, she's probably most famous on Just Shoot Me. I don't know if you remember that show, had David oh, Spade on it like yeah. back in the day. I never really watched it. She's <clears> also <throat> in um it's it's a very short scene for her, but she's also in waiting. She plays uh Justin Long's mother when they oh go. Oh my to... god. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she's yeah. in so much, man. She's in so much stuff. She's 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 great. So it was a, she, it was a mean, cool surprise seeing her pop up in this. Well, like I said, as soon as I saw her, I was like, I know her from something. I just couldn't put my finger on it. But yeah. the moment I did, I was like, oh yeah, I was like, we're in yeah. for a treat. And she's playing this real bitchy kind of character. She she reminds me of like her of Vale's boss. It's like that type of character, just such a douchebag, you know, to oh, everyone yeah. around them, you know. Uh, and <laughs> she plays it so well. <laughs> I, you're not wrong. Yeah. Because for the first uh, part of the episode, like, I really hated her. Yeah. And she's not the only guest star we get in this episode. No. We get uh, a nice little pop in there from John Corbett. Uh, for those of you who uh, who know who he is, he's, he's in a lot of random stuff here and there. Uh, my Big Fat Greek Wedding. He's in. Uh, he's from Sex in the oh, City. Yeah. But this is not his first time with Hillary Duff in something, as he played her teacher in the movie Raise Your Voice from 2004. Oh, my God. He does. Yeah. Uh, I wonder how they had to be kissing her. Then. <clears throat> I know. I had to be a little weird, right? Right? Like, like, like oh, man. Remember that time <clears throat> we worked together and you were, like, completely underage and now I'm going to kiss you? Like, oh, man. I didn't think about that. <laughs> Yeah. Oh shit. And uh Oh, that is so weird. <laughs> and I know that we have talked about this a few times over the last few episodes about how they've already revealed that she is going to be dating somebody yeah. and that and that she's going to be dating somebody that she thinks is her father at some point. Well, he's also in the trailer for the season. <clears throat> mm-hmm. He's in the season yeah. trailer, you know. Yeah. Uh, so we we knew he was coming at some point. We just didn't know when. Yeah. You called it though during the last recording of episode eight. You said you think you thought he was going to show up probably like within the next few. Uh, yeah. And you, if I had to, probably the next one. And I was like, yeah. okay. And then boom, here he is. Here he is. Yeah. Uh- I will say overall, before we start talking about stories. Uh, I don't know about you so much, but I, I felt that this episode was like quintessential how I met your mother. 
Like this yeah. episode completely it, it, felt like it was like cut and paste and not yeah, in a bad absolutely. way. No. Yeah, um, absolutely. There were a couple of different things that I put in my notes that were like, this feels like this from how I met your mother. And this feels like this, you know what I mean? So uh, I, I absolutely agree with, with that. I think it's, it's very, they're, they're leaning more so into that, which I like because I want to feel that feeling again that we got from the original yeah. show, you know? Uh, and so I, I like, cause they're not, it's not like they're leaning on past characters, you know, they're just, no, I was going to say they're, just, they're doing really good at not yeah. relying on yeah. the established characters, <laughs> but they're doing very good at using the, I'm, I'm going to say the guideline guardrail. It's a, it's, it's like a Walker. It's essentially of like, Hey, it's the, it's a safety net. Yeah. Yeah. They're, yeah. they're it's, leaning on the, they're leaning on the classic tropes of that show. And it's, it, it it's wonderful to see it when it pops up. Cause yeah, I it, mean, it, fl- it floods you with those memories of, of the old show. And oh, absolutely. I, I think, While I think still it makes having it its own voice and finding its own story. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so this one breaks down pretty much into two two separate stories. We got Sophie yeah. and Vale, which Sophie and Vale's technically branches off toward the end of their story into into their each having their own thing going on. Um, and does. then we got the rest of the gang doing their. Thing. I want to talk about the rest <clears throat> of the gang and the actual welcome protocol first. Okay, because yeah, I let's, let's love it. this. I <laughs> love overall. First off, that the welcome call is essentially. Marsh Gammon, but in like okay. its own setup, broken down version. Because okay. Marshall used Marsh Gammon as a way to feel out people, essentially to start. Oh, in this I get, I get what you mean by that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but <clears throat> they essentially like each have their own role and know yeah. exactly what they're supposed to do. And I'm like, I wonder how it works though when it's different people doing different things. I mean, like, as we see with what goes on, m- most of them kind of lean in toward what they typically do. Like, Charlie was still the human fodder. Sid was still the hype man. True. And Ellen was like, well, Vale and Sophie aren't here, so I have to take over for them. Meaning that if they were there, they would have probably still been the giggler in the bathroom True. bestie. And Jesse's a hype man when it's not yeah. him. So the fact that, away. yeah, the True. fact that Jesse was the one not mixed within it was fine because he's part of a two man team. Typically. I, I, I wonder what would happen if it was Ellen then, because like she's, well, she's the laugh at everything. No, no, no. Cause Sophie's the giggler. Or you're right. No, Sophie's yeah. the giggler. Because they, sh- the, they they show us when it's Ellen. Because they show us right. the stuff with Rachel. Oh, yeah. I want to yeah. know, like, in a in any other situation, what would Ellen's role be? Yeah. Because if she felt like she didn't have a role, you know what I mean? So, like, that's what I would want to know. What would have, like, if, if, like, if Charlie were to bring somebody in, what would Ellen's role be? Like, we didn't really get. Like if, if Vale was, and Sophie were there, what would Ellen's role have been? I don't know. Maybe Ellen would replace Charlie. Maybe she's like a jack in the box. Maybe. I think for this situation, she would have, I mean, 
since it was Jesse, I think she's just like the floater at this point. I think she should probably just replace whoever is out. Yeah. You know what I mean? So uh, that's why it made sense that she would take on both roles. Because she's fair. like, like I said, she's the floater. But if they had both been there, I feel like she probably would have been a hype man. You know what I mean? Okay, that's Cause fair. Because she, she, she would have taken Jesse's spot. Yeah. I think that's that makes fair. the most sense. I think that makes the most sense. But so, they don't yeah, they don't so they don't dive into that at all. So I, I love how <laughs> Jesse kind of just shows up and he like throws it at them like immediately too. And he's like, you know, like, hey, so I've been talking to this girl and uh this is this is Dana, the girl he matched with at the end of the last episode. Yeah. I went back yeah. and double checked it. Like I went back and watched the end to make sure that was the name. Uh, that oh, okay. pops up because that's that's the ding that he gets when he's there with yeah. Sophie at the end. It's Dana, so this is that girl, and it's only been a couple of days. Yeah, it's only been a couple of days, and he. Mm-hmm. I love how he's like, "I'm gonna welcome protocol," and everybody's like, "Oh no, no, no! You can't just welcome protocol. Like, nope. there's there's you know things for this, the, and like they've got rules. You know, uh, they don't invoke it for anybody who uh, less than two weeks. I think is what they said. Yeah, yeah, they use two weeks as a, a bare minimum. Yeah, so which I can agree with that because two in two weeks you can definitely feel someone out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I agree with that. So you said um, that you felt like this was like their marsh game in, in in how it helps them to feel people out. Yeah, which I, I I hadn't thought about that. What I thought when I when they first started talking about it, I was like, this feels like a play like a Barney play. Uh, Okay. You know, even the way they show the audience, you know, with like, with like the cards and stuff, you know what I mean? When they show the, the, you know, each person on the card with their name, you know, all this stuff, it felt like something we'd see from like the playbook, you know, that kind of a thing. That's fair. I hadn't thought about it that way. Yeah. And then when they start talking about the rules, and why they shouldn't do it, all that made me think of was Lily not wanting Ted to bring dates to special events. Yes. You know what I mean? That's all I could think about yes. when it came to that. Well, see, that one, <clears throat> I instantly got that feel, too, where it's like, name that slut. Because, you know, like yeah. so many girls have ruined special <laughs> events because of different things. And I'm like, mm-hmm. that one makes sense to me. I'm like, yeah. but at the same time, like... You could you could essentially say he's trying to lemon law this girl, but like, yeah. Again, I'm, I'm hanging on tropes of <clears throat> how I met your mother. Like, <laughs> I really I really like that they have this this welcome protocol though, is it gives everybody. A chance I mean, to I don't somebody I don't think and, I don't think that was Jesse's intention with it, obviously, because he seemed at no. the beginning he he really liked this girl, but yeah, the. It is the whole the whole thing. Their whole part is a, is a combination of all these things from how, that we've seen before, and how I met your mother with the playbook, with the uh, 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 who's the slut or whatever the fuck it was called, yep. and then then yeah, Lemon Law. Essentially, that's what he is kind of doing by enacting the the fake excuse or whatever the, the fake emergency thing. Um, yeah, yeah. It it, it it's Man, really that, it's kind of combining when that, that happens too. I'm like, uh because like I. I could tell her was like legit because like the girl walks in and she's like, you know, it's it's your grandma, and she's like, yeah. oh, and I'm like, oh, hers isn't fake, like 
Shit. Yeah. And then like Jesse's like, oh, uh, oh, we'll get to that, but yeah, we will. So yeah, so Dana shows up, and every you know they 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 roll out the welcome protocol, and dude, everybody loves her. I love that. Everybody loves her, man. She's got a way to connect with everybody. She yeah. makes Charlie feel like he's actually like seen and included. And Ellen, mm-hmm. she takes she takes part of Ellen's interests, which I thought was actually cool because like. You know, Ellen's got the whole potato thing. It's like, how do you work that into conversations that doesn't feel stupid? And she yeah. does. She's like, yeah, we all just know that those are just russets being there, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, yeah. ah, okay. Yeah. And Ellen's like. My favorite is yeah. with Sid. Is with Sid. Yes. Where she, she notices the bottle with the tuxedo, the Jack bottle so with the tuxedo. I noticed that bottle up there a few times. Yeah. And I didn't realize that it was a bottle of Jack to start. Yeah. And I don't even think if I'd have recognized that it was a bottle of Jack, if I would have gotten the, the red coat reference <clears throat> to the show. I wanna like I have to go back now because I want to know how long that thing has been there. I'm pretty sure it's been there the whole time. I yeah, because like it's not something I noticed until sometime this season, I remember like just kind of seeing it and I was like, oh, that's kind of that's kind of weird, but didn't really think anything of it. Um and then I went back to the previous episode just to be sure. Like, I was like, is it still there? And it was definitely there in the last yeah. episode. Um, and so I, I want to go back. I'm going to go. I want to go back to like the pilot episode and see if it's there. Cause nice. that's some insane planning. If so, like that's wild to me. Yeah. It, it's kind of like the traffic light <laughs> in uh I met your mother. Yeah. You don't really pay attention to it, but it's there. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I I love that because it's just, and it was a movie well, reference, so it made me happy. <laughs> well, and it's a great movie reference, man. The yeah. Shining is a classic. Yeah, yeah, I love that. <laughs> but I I love that they all get this moment where like they all get to have their moment with her, mm-hmm. and then they're all like, and I was know, really I was like, oh, I like this girl too. It's like maybe this will be Jesse's chance to move forward with something for a while. And we'll get this new cool character that we'll like for a while. <laughs> <Nope>. Sucker. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, they they did, man. They suckered me in. And because as soon as like got everybody's me. got that feeling, and the whole group is like, Jesse, we really like this girl. He's like, Yeah, I'm really sorry. I welcome, uh, bro, uh, pulled the uh, welcome protocol. I don't like her. Yeah, I'm not feeling it. Yeah, I'm just like I'm not feeling what? it. And and I, they don't really explain. Not really. They don't explain what made him feel that way at all. Nope. You know, and I'm just I, like, and I mean, honestly, I didn't think they would, but I'm like, damn. I'm like, that yeah. sucks. Because yeah, she's pretty good. Yeah. You know, and she's he acts funny. like a he acts like a complete douchebag in this. Well, especially after after oh. this whole little part, you know, yeah. like he's like, I don't think this is gonna work. I've got to find a way to break it off. And then, you know, as they're dealing with, like, the other side of the story for a little bit, they go back to the bar. And Ellen's calling him. His phone rings. And he's like, hey, mom. Or he says to her, it's his mom. He's got to take a call. Yeah. And then he goes and he's like, oh, blah, blah, blah. And then you flash over to Ellen and she's the one calling him. And I'm like, oh, man. It reminds me of that one episode of How I Met Your Mother where, um, Barney's talking to the one girl and Robin calls him. 
And she's like, you know, mama's got a itch. And he's like, oh yeah. no, why would he do that? But yeah. And then oh, shit, yeah. I'm just like, I'm like, damn though, man. Like this girl mm-hmm. was being super nice to him. The group liked him or her. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. And then of course, like I said, her friend walks in. And it's like, hey, your grandma. It's her, it's her sister. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was her sister, wasn't it? Yeah. And then like they're like, it's grandma. And then Jesse's like, oh, look at you being all funny. We're both not feeling this and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, you were faking it? And I'm like, oh, busted, dude. Because mm-hmm. she wasn't. It was legit. Now, I got, I got to admit, I think it would be hilarious if like down the road they meet back up or something and she admits that she did fake it. I mean, that would be funny, but I mean, <clears throat> at I least the way it was played off in this episode, Jesse looks like a complete dick. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and I'm like, <laughs> I mean, even if to... she, even if she was faking it, he was still more of a dick. Oh yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? Just like, he could have just instead of trying to call her out on it, right? Because I mean, he was literally just doing it too. So instead of trying to wrong. trying to call her out and like shaming her for what he's doing, he could have just went along with it and said goodbye and been done with yeah. it. Yeah, we wiped his hands could've. and been done. Shoulda, woulda, coulda. <laughs> yeah, you know, and he didn't, and that and that's what made him, as she says, an asshole. Oh yeah, you know. Yeah, which makes me yeah. laugh because they they use the word <laughs> asshole here, and mm-hmm. then like there because like they they clearly have to censor certain words because you know it is mm-hmm. what it is. Yeah, but instead of saying like because I I think they bleep motherfucker is what so yeah to say you you get mother beep yeah like. They could have went with a completely different route and still had something swear word in there at least, and like made it something more like not bleeped. I mean, I like done, mother. They've done they've done that many times though. They have. I know. I know. It just. Yeah. I don't know. Because <laughs> Val gets bleeped too. Yeah. Oh, because they both say it. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. And then that whole side of the story, like the whole Val and Sophie thing, going to the the party. And Val, well, we didn't, we didn't finish, oh, we didn't finish fair, what we have over fair. here. Uh, we learned some stuff at the end. Ellen talks with Jesse about, you know, what's going on, and he he admits that he tried rushing things with Dana so he could get over Sophie, and he well, realizes I, they still have a spark, and Ellen convinces him to go for it. Well, yeah, I mean, right at the same moment that something else is going on. Yeah, and but I mean, he missed it, his opportunity big in the last episode. Oh no, absolutely! And all it made could make all it made me think of was last season's finale with Robin. Timing is yeah. a bitch. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, and and think about it because this, this <clears> is clearly <throat> like the to to mirror with how I met your mother. This is kind of like when Robin and Barney were doing their thing, and there was the whole Nora and Kevin. And then, you know, Barney breaks up with Nora, but Robin doesn't yeah. break up with Kevin. Yeah. And it's like, yep. 
Fucking uh, t- again, timing. Timing is a bitch. Timing's a bitch. No ifs, ands, or buts yeah. about it. Yeah, absolutely, man. It just like it fucking I, sucks. I I saw like that that moment with him and Ellen. That realization that he has it. He's gonna try now. You know, he's he's finally gonna go for it. And then we get that flip, which we we can we'll we, we'll get to in a minute when we talk about through all that stuff. But like it. Like my heart broke for him in that moment, you know, because he's finally realizing what he wants, and it, it it might be too late, you know. Who knows? Who knows, man? But uh, yeah, so now now we can get into the Sophie and Vale stuff. I mean, their storyline <laughs> was it was fun. This episode. it was, it was but fun. It's like. <laughs> I, I feel bad at the same time, though, because Vale's dealing with her own shit right now, where she yeah. feels like she's not measuring up as uh, whatever she's supposed to be. Um, I don't actually know her actual job title, but whatever I she's doing. I think they called her a junior stylist, was what the promotion was. Fair. So she, she, she dresses famous people, you know, for events and stuff. Yeah. That's death. That, that, that's what she does. I, so let's start with that. Yeah. I feel really bad that she spent like she said she spent the better part of a night trying to find this woman a dress. Yeah, she said she rejected like two hundred dresses. Two hundred like, dresses. What the fuck? To lady? find this one. Yeah. And then because she forgot to tell the stylist not to let anybody else wear it, two other people show up to this gala wearing yeah. the same dress. And I'm like, yeah. first off. If she's a celebrity, where did Joe Schmo get the fucking money to get a dress like that? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> and that that's just know. number one. Yeah. For two people to show up, though, besides her wearing that dress, that's just fucking nuts. Yeah. That barely even happens on the red carpet, let alone at some fucking random-ass gala event where, like, we're going to have Flubber the Musical. But it makes it funny. <laughs> it does. But it also really works out for her best interest in the end of the episode though as well yeah no it does um, absolutely but so i love that they have a game plan when they get there val's mm-hmm. gonna go for the drinks <laughs> sophie's gonna go for food yeah and they break immediately and, and, dude, and I sophie love- heads straight for that food and she knows like she's ready and i'm like that's my kind of girl right there <laughs> well i love that she also has a game plan though she knows that if she can't carry everything use her mouth and, and she, like, we we learn later on that she doesn't only use her mouth because nope. she tucked some shit into her dress in a napkin. White tail. She yeah, tucked so, white so, tail uh, into her fucking so, some, dress. Some pocket white tail or whatever. Yeah. Or, you no, know, yellow yep. tail. Some pocket pocket yellow, yellow tail. tail. Yeah. I was, <laughs> like, I was like, I was like, white tail doesn't spawn right. It's like when did she when did she put that in there? <laughs> and I wondered that same thing, but I wasn't really I love that she is she's getting the food has an argument about ranch dressing yeah i'm like <laughs> nothing she picked up for the first plate like she doesn't have any like vegetables or like any kind of i like, think all she put on there meat. was the was the the yellowtail crudo the yellowtail yeah that was it yeah yeah and that's why i'm like there's not like any broccoli or carrots or anything on there that like you might want to dip ranch in and i have to yeah. agree with the cook on this one I'm not 100% sure that I'd be putting ranch dressing on yellowtail. Yeah. That, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'm not a big fish person, so. Neither but, am uh, I, but I can't imagine ranch, ranch just seems weird. On. So let me ask you this. 
what were your initial thoughts and feelings about Robert? <clears throat> I'm not going to lie. I didn't hate him. Really? But I was I mean, like... I, I didn't hate him, but I didn't like him at first, though, either. I thought he was the snooty chef. Like, yeah. he kind of reminded me of a more modern mm. version of the soup Nazi. <laughs> okay. I, I, I say think it like they... that because... No, go ahead. No, go ahead. You go ahead first. I was just going to say, I think they did a good job of making the audience feel like Sophie. Because oh, she didn't yeah. like him at first either, and she he grows on her, obviously. And yeah, they yeah. did that. F- they did that for us as well. And I thought yes. I was like, I un- I exactly understand how she's feeling right now. Well, the only reason I said soup Nazi is is because I fi- <clears throat> I finally have seen that episode in its entirety, so I kind of know more about like what he was about. But at the same time, I'm like, as a former cook, I know where. Every once in a while, making a recommendation is like your thing, and you get to be that way where you're like, "Hey." This is my food. Don't fuck with what I cooked. And I okay, love well then, how he like. Well maybe he should be like, "Hey, maybe you should try a little bit of this sauce on there," instead of grabbing yes. a plate and like hiding it from her and shit. I mean, that was dickish. <laughs> yes. Uh, and I thought that was like, especially when he like holds it above her head. I'm like, what is this fucking kindergarten? Yeah. Right. Uh, I mean, know, the like, only thing I can think of is it's just his. That's how he flirts with people, you know. Because you know, I don't know. <laughs> yeah uh-huh. for, for, for those of you on uh the audio side uh john just raised his hand yes <laughs> all i'm saying is, is maybe that's why i didn't hate him as much as you did because i get it maybe maybe you're like i i can connect with this man <laughs> uh, i mean i did piss somebody off one time by stealing their purse and running away if you remember correctly that's fair <laughs> uh, uh but uh yeah so so we have that happen you know sophie's you know trying to get some food and he squirts some ran i don't even know what it was it's it something like I'm brown or black in a bottle like, i don't know i was gonna maybe say i'm assuming it was some kind balsamic. of stomach like, yeah that's what i was assuming or maybe yeah. a barbecue-ish I don't know with fish. I think it's probably like a ball, some sort of balsamic thing. Probably. Uh, honestly, I don't. I don't know. But um, yeah, so she goes over yeah. and meets up with Val, who's got these flubber flubtinis, and they look gross, dude. They are my thick. instant thought process was it looked like it was pudding with Jello. Yeah, they're thick, and I'm like, <laughs> um. I feel like you need to eat that with a spoon. Like I don't know. I don't know what it is. Like is like it some I said, sort of weird jello type instant, thing? In reaction to that drink was it looked like pudding with like jello. It yeah. looked like they like put jello down and then like putting around it to try to make this like mm. weird concoction y drink. But maybe I don't know what maybe. it's supposed to be besides a teeny. <laughs> yeah. It's definitely Not, no apple teeny. It's no apple teeny, sir. No apple teeny. But uh, yeah, the the flub teeny, the flub teeny, the flub teeny, um, and yes, this is where they they spot the first woman wearing yeah. the same dress, uh, and we we also get the pocket yellowtail in this scene. Yep, which I thought was great. I thought that was really cool though, pocket and, yellowtail. Uh, yeah, Whoop. and it's already wrapped up. It's like, where did you get this? Um, 
And we learn that Sophie has a singing Garfield tattoo. Yeah. Which I'm like, they have to show us that now at some point. We have to see it. Like, Well, that means it's in a place, though, where they might not be able to show it. Well, they could, they could do it. They could do a close up where it's just like the skin. True. Like, so you don't know what part it is. Like, theoretically, they could. You're, I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> so, but I got to see that. Man. It, honestly, I wouldn't be surprprised. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, wouldn't <shit>. be surprised. <laughs> but yeah, so they uh, they they come up with this plan to. Uh, try to get this woman to I originally thought it was that they were gonna have her like change like what they do with the second person but they just spill stuff on her and I don't it felt almost like they didn't have a fully thought out plan because she's just like here take my duster I don't know if that it just if it didn't feel like they knew what they were doing in that moment no I don't know. it didn't because I I thought the same thing I'm like well, it's not like people bring backup clothes to those things usually. So yeah. you're like, you just ruined this person's dress. <clears throat> I thought she would leave. Mm. But yeah, then they're just like, oh, here, put my duster on. And I'm like, yeah. first off, that girl wasn't even the same size as Sophie. That coat shouldn't have fit her. Yeah, I mean, could have just been a big coat or you know, whatever. I'm assuming because, I mean, it, it wrapped around her fine and stuff. So Yeah. Um. We do get a little extra scene with with Sophie and Robert when she's getting the 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 sauce or whatever the fuck it is. Even though yeah. uh, it doesn't, when they spill it on her, it doesn't look liquidy at all. No, it really didn't. Because like, but that she's like she's fun- she's able to just kind of brush most of it off. Yeah, you know. So I don't know what kind of sauce this was, but well, he said it was a pesto, like a, a pesto basil. But I'm like, yeah. was I'm like. I don't understand, like... Yeah. Just didn't again, seem like though, a sauce. I don't know. Again, weird chef shit. Yeah, very, very weird. <laughs> yeah, but I like how he belittled her, and he's like, you know that's not a soup, right? Yeah. And I was like, first off, dude, <laughs> what if she was getting it for that yellowtail that you clearly, like, fucking mm-hmm. belittled her for wanting? Right? Like, but fuck, man, like... So it's she like, can't... She... Maybe she's the kind of girl... Who would sit there with a bowl of ranch dressing and eat it like a soup? Who who are you to judge, sir? Oh, all I can think <laughs> of is that new fucking ranch ice cream. Oh hell no, no thank you, man. I watched I, uh, Stephen Colbert try it on air, and it was he was like, no, he couldn't do every it. Every person that I've seen try it so far has been like, <laughs> and the one person that I thought was really funny, and then I I bitch because they're not they're not from. Western New York at all. So okay. they're from they're from the Midwest somewhere. And I follow them on YouTube and she's like, Oh mom, look, we bought the new ranch ice cream. And she was making this like Sunday and it was like ranch ice cream. She had a couple of other things in there, and her mom's like, You know that's not gonna taste good. She's like, Well, I've got a backup plan just in case it doesn't taste good. And her mom's like, Okay, well, I can't wait to see this. And of course, she tries the Sunday, and it's she's like, Ugh. and then and she fucking chicken wing into the frame and dunks a chicken wing into the fucking thing, and she take she bites it and she goes, now that tastes right, and I'm, I'm like, you do not eat ranch with chicken wings. 
No, man. Blue cheese. Give me that blue cheese. Get out otherwise. It's probably going to lose half of our audience. We're probably going to lose half of our audience for that statement alone. <laughs> They're going to be like, fuck you, assholes. Ranch uh, all the way. Block. Well, okay. Listen, Sorry. Come to Buffalo, New York. We will go to Duff's and we will settle this like Buffalonians. There it is. That's an open invitation, folks. Open invitation. But you gotta pay. We can't. We can't afford it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll do it as a tax write-off. There we go. There we go. All right. Uh, and so, like, they take care of this first woman, and they're like, "Oh, okay, crisis averted." Nope. Because then there's nope. another one. <laughs> and how how has Daphne not spotted either of these two women? She's literally well. Want bouncing all over the place throughout this party, and she's so, not seeing that's either. Something I wanted to bring up too because she doesn't notice them the entire party, and then when she does finally notice them, she shouldn't have. And I, I'm going to bring that up well, here because like, I think I think the only reason she notices them when she does is because they're being loud and being like, "Oh my god, we're matching!" And so she it probably caught her attention to look. You know what I mean? Because how loud they're being. That's not what I'm talking about, though. That probably caught her attention. <clears throat> but the way that at least two of them are standing, she shouldn't have seen one of the girls dressed because she was still wearing the duster over the dress. And the way that well, woman was turned... As, no, she because seen... when she was like... When the when the, the second lady um, was talking or whatever, she's like, oh, you know, I have the same dress as this famous lady. The first lady turns and she undoes the coat and opens it. Yeah, and yeah, she's like, me she's too. Still, but and she then, was turned enough that, yeah, but she was turned enough that that lady shouldn't have seen her from where she was standing. But the thing is, she probably, if anything, she probably saw the, the, the one lady came over and saw the other lady. I mean, maybe. I mean, because that it, might be. But. She didn't need to see both of them to get mad about it in the first place. True. And, and, and just storm over. But by I the time just, she got there, she would have seen both of them and that's and then been more pissed about it. I, I personally think <laughs> she overreacted to that anyway. That's not well, I mean, we fault. did see her smash a dude's camera earlier. Uh, you're not wrong. <laughs> like, <laughs> I feel like her whole thing is uh, overreacting to stuff. Well, it's funny because she did that. And the only thing I thought of when she did that was <laughs> Austin Powers doing his like his photo shoot. And he's like, I'm spent. Yeah, <laughs> but no, she just fucking. Yeah, I was like, damn. But yeah, so they see this second woman, and so they do the plan again. You know, they're like, okay, get more of this stuff, spill it on her. But she doesn't care. No, like she, she doesn't she care already... that they. Yeah, she already spilled yeah, like she... with twice. I think she said. Yeah, she said twice, and I'm yeah. like, first off. How are you spilling on yourself and not giving a shit? Yeah. I'm just like, oh, my God. She sounds like me. I spill stuff on myself all the time. <laughs> I mean, that's why I don't wear anything nice when I go out usually because I, I have a bad time with it myself. Yeah. I've definitely ruined a tie before. Oh, yeah. I've been there. I, <laughs> I was I was on a date once. I dressed up really nice for the date. And I remember I had wore a white button-up. And for mm. some reason got some kind of pasta or it was definitely red sauce and i'm doing the fork twirl spoon 
and then here it goes, and then it just goes, and I was like, <laughs> oh, oh no, just yeah, slid dude, right off. There was no saving it. Oh, and man. I was like, well, I was like, okay, well, that happened. <laughs> oh yeah dude i've oh man i've ruined many a shirt that's why i like anytime i'm eating something messy like i'll just throw on like a, a shirt i don't give a crap about a lot of times i've Fair. done that so many times Fair. And, i'm uh, not gonna lie i've yeah. definitely done the uh especially since then i'll do the the napkin tuck into my shirt i'm like yeah. fuck it i don't care if i look like an idiot i'm not getting shit on me dude man barney had the right idea with the bro bib the bro bib, man. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. I'm down with that. Yeah, absolutely. Because, I mean, babies aren't the only people who spill shit on themselves, man. Nope. And they're not <laughs> the only ones who want a bottle at 8 p.m. There it is. <laughs> or 8 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if you want a bottle at 8 a.m., we might have to have a different conversation. I didn't say people. I did. But there's people, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, uh, so th because you know sophie only had one duster they have to come up with another plan yeah they're gonna try to give her sophie's dress yeah and i i feel bad for Sophie because now she's in like a fucking pantry and she's mm -hmm. got her fucking dress off but she's wearing like this whole like the only thing i can compare it to is a wrestling singlet because that's what yeah it looks it's like. um it's like a uh I think they call them like a shaper or something like that. Uh, she doesn't need one though. She's so hot. It's 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 just a thing. It's almost like what they you know how like back in the day they would use like slips. Yeah. You know, it's I think it's kind of yeah. like that. Like like people prefer those now. They're probably more comfortable. Keeps oh, everything probably. together. You know. <laughs> I mean, shit. I remember back when I used to wear my singlet, man. It was it's comfortable for being a fucking skin tight. Piece of latex. Yeah. yeah. Um, and like we said before, she got some insane muscle tone in this, Dude, in this scene. Like the muscle tone, the definition, and the like I remember no, recently the... recently she was on the cover of some magazine. They did like a like a photo shoot with her, or whatever. Um, and I thought that same I was like, Jesus, like she She's worked out like crazy and like she's in, in some insane all shape. the time, man. Like, yeah, I, I see her on like photo things all the time where like paparazzi get shots for her. She's mm -hmm. constantly in like leggings and jiggings and like she's always on the go. Like, I doesn't shock me. Yeah. So here, here's my question, John the shaper or the yoga outfit? Just got to ask because it's come up a couple of times the yoga thing. Okay, well, I will say this. This this is the pervy side of me. Did you see the thigh gap in the shaper? I mean... That was some definitive thigh gap, man. That was Grand Canyon of thigh gap. Uh, go. But she looks hella good in her, her yoga gear. It's so true. I'm going to go yoga gear. That's fair. That's fair. I think I would go with this one, personally. That's just me, though. Really? Yeah. You know. Yeah, I don't know, man. Something about her in those yoga pants, like those high waisted yoga pants and a sports bra, I'll fucking I'd melt for her any day. There it is, folks. <laughs> there it is. He and would Josh walk. Going five, for the shaper. He would walk five hundred miles, and then he would walk yeah. five hundred <laughs> more. <laughs> uh, so at this point, this is where the story splits into two. 
because we we don't actually ever see Vale and Sophie back together for the rest no. of the episode. No. So we've got we got Vale goes off and deals with Daphne, and then we get Sophie and Robert, and they're they're both kind of short stories. Like the rest of their stories are kind of oh, short. Yeah, yeah, the rest um, of it's short. Yeah. So which one do you actually want to talk about first? Let's talk about Vale. We'll end on Sophie. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so, so Val, so Val brings she she brings the dress out, um, and this is when Daphne finds out everything. This is when Daphne spots the two women uh, and gets fucking furious with, oh, yeah. with Val about it, um, and threatens to 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 ruin her career. Like it's insane. <laughs> like Which this is a total this, calm down bitch moment. Like literally, right? It's it's like take it. Breath, There's no lady. reason to be that fucking <laughs> shitty towards somebody, right? Yeah. So I was just kind of like at, at this point, I'm like, oh great, fucking Karen, awesome. Yeah. But it turns out that she's just having a bad time and she's dealing yeah. with some bad publicity and she doesn't. Yeah. Like well, it. it's like she's she's afraid that her career is essentially ending because she's stuck doing this family musical, like uh, this thing that she never would have done any, you know, before. And because of her reputation, she may not, this may be her last chance, you know, because they don't see her as a a woman of the people is what she said. I mean, the way she was acting, she definitely wasn't being a woman of the people. No, not at all. But, but Val I think says to her, I think Vale's um, Vale's experience with her boss really helps her here because she knows how to handle people like this. Oh yeah, you know? so I uh, see. I this is so I've I've been on this YouTube dive lately of watching Karen videos where like <laughs> people get like caught in public and like they just they make they like, just make me far too angry to to watch. So <laughs> I understand. <clears throat> I'll say it like this. I do understand sometimes why people go off. Because I lose my temper sometimes. But I, I try not to be a Kevin about it. I try to be more of like is that, a, male, is that what the male version is? Yeah, it's, it's huh. Kevin and Karen's. Oh, okay. okay. So I, I'm always kind of like, this is why I'm calling you, or this is my problem. And then when they're, when the, the, okay, so like my, my worst one is when I'm on the phone with somebody with like customer service and I'm like, Hey, could you please explain this to me? And they're like, Oh, I don't know. And I'm like, how do you not know? There's clearly a system in front of you. The system tells you this shit. How can you not figure out your fucking job? Well, did you go online? Yes, I went online, and I'm telling you what online says, and you're online and isn't correct. So I'm telling you this needs to be updated. Oh, well, um, and I'm like, I, I become a Kevin because you're stupid and you're not doing your job. And it's yeah. literally affected stuff before where people don't do their jobs properly. So I'm like, oh, this instance with the, with her boss, it's like, She's just a straight bitch who's having a rough time and doesn't think she's deserving of the placement that she's in. And I'm yeah. like, so maybe you need to hire like, <laughs> like a a personal assistant to be your like um your public like image your... Uh, consultant. Because oh yeah, like, like a public like a PR is... person, a PR person. 
Yes, yeah. thank you. That's what I was trying to say, like a PR person. Because clearly the way you want to be seen and the way you are seen aren't you're you're missing something. And yeah. that's where Valentina steps in and is like, let me help you. <clears throat> and she seems and to I'm understand, like, she seems to understand where her reputation comes from, but she also doesn't seem to like try to change that behavior. No, because like well, like, we, like we said, she literally smashes a dude's camera. This is unnecessary to do. You know, it's like that. Well, that's a so, brought up small thing about, that she could have just not done to help her image in that moment. You know, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, <clears throat> well, because she'd also brought up a, an instance where she had a bad time at a was it Fiddler when she was in Fiddler something oh, happened yeah. to her. Yeah, Fiddler, and she's because yeah. she says to Val, "Don't look it up." And I'm yeah. like, don't tell people shit like that if you don't want it being out there. Because you tell me, don't look it up. And as soon as you're out of my eyesight, my phone's in my hand. And I'm going to be like. <laughs> yep. And then I'm sending it to you and five other people. Because I'm going to be like, y'all ain't going to believe this shit. It's like Beercules. <laughs> Beercules. <laughs> you will bow before me. <laughs> But, I mean, that's prime example right there. That's the shit you don't want people getting out there, but it gets out there. Yeah. Yeah. But at least she agrees in the end to let Val help her. And then they. Val has a great idea. Yeah. And and it works there, at least. She gets up on stage to give her speech and sing her song, and she brings the other two ladies up there to kind of like back her up a little bit. Yeah, she, and I'm guessing you know, to, to, to make to make light about it, you know, to to show that she can she can have fun and, and, and poke fun at herself even, you know. And so I mean, yeah, you have to poke fun at nice. a situation like that. Um yeah. I saw it one time on the red carpet. It was I don't remember who the second person was, but one of them was Jennifer Lawrence. And they were like, Oh, you're wearing the same dress as somebody. And she was like, Wait, what? She wore it better, didn't she? And they were like, "Like, no, no, she took... Oh, it was Shakira. It was Jennifer Lawrence oh, and oh Shakira. God. And Jennifer Lawrence was like, Shakira has to be wearing it better. She has that body. And they were like, no, no. And she's like, don't lie to me. It's okay. And I'm like... Dude, Jennifer Lawrence is hilarious. She is so Dude, she is. awkward and funny and like as, as a person. It's ridiculous, and I love it. Remember yeah. the time she was fell going up the steps and like uh she was going to accept the award like tripped on dress or something. She just yeah. didn't live it down all night. She played she kept playing it up herself. Oh yeah, man. Just you, you gotta oh, like you said, man. you got you gotta do that. <laughs> but uh yeah, and then and then uh Daphne sings a song from Flubber the Musical. From which, Flubber uh, the Musical. Which I love because it plays through through the credits too, which is cool. It was. It's a good song, dude. I like it. It was. It was catchy. I will give it. This that. is the I thing. See. Like, we've talked about how there are all these songs from How I Met Your Mother. So much so that they've put out like an album of them. They're building an album worth of songs for this show, and oh, yeah. I can't, I can't wait until we are able to get that. Yeah. I I think it'll be good. Yeah. But yeah, so then on the other hand, you know, Sophie being in her little room gets yeah. rudely interrupted by Robert. 
Robert. He just he just comes. I mean, it's his well, pantry. Like really, he really interrupts her. It is his pantry. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah. I love how like he walks in and like he turns around to me and she's like, "Turn around." He's like, "I already turned around." Unless you want me to turn back around, she's like, "No." <laughs> yeah, uh, they had some. They have some great banter in in this episode. Even when even when he's being kind of a dick at the beginning, like their banter back and forth is great. Oh yeah, dude, they don't miss a, like a beat. Yeah, and then I love how like he clearly walks out and like they go do the Val thing, and when they come back, Sophie's standing in the kitchen with him, and she's wearing a chef coat. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, she looks really cute in an oversized chef coat. Because it reminded me of like it could have been like a straight jacket on her. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And then sure. I love how like he's clearly mixing something in a bowl, and like they don't yeah. tell you what it is. At first. And he has her help at one yeah. point. Yeah, yeah. He's like stir this. I'm pretty <laughs> sure he had her stir it because he knew what he was clearly making. Oh yeah, um, absolutely. And it was I. I'm not gonna lie. I thought he was making some kind of like whipped cream or like meringue. Hmm. I would have thought he was working yeah. on like a dessert. I I would I the thought never crossed my mind that he was making making what he was making. No, no, but I really love that he made her some ranch. Mm-hmm. And I love how he tasted it first. Like you see him like taste it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, taste that. And she's like, ah. And then she's like, oh, it's ranch. And I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. And I love and how she's like. Then he makes a bunch of different ones. He makes like a spicy ranch, and yep. some other kind of ranch, and then uh, a cool ranch. Yeah, he's like <laughs> a Dorito inspired uh, cool ranch. Yeah, I but like, I love right? how uh, she's like. Is this your thing? Do you make dipping sauces with all the girls that are half dressed in your your pantry? Uh, she doesn't call it pantry, but whatever she called it. Oh, yeah. And he's like. <clears throat> It's like working a hundred percent so far. Yeah, hundred hundred percent so far. <laughs> bravo! I'm like bravo. Play it fucking straight off. And then we find out that apparently they Googled one another. Which yeah, I thought that was kind of. Funny. I I can understand how she did because she could probably look up Robert Chef New York City and probably f- get there. You know what I mean? Maybe put in the the, the place that they're at. Was yeah. How the fuck did he Google her? All he knew was her name was Sophie. Yeah, that's, I that's was it. wondering the same thing. And and it's not like she would have been... I don't think she would have been on the guest list because it was a plus one ticket. It's not like... Yeah. You know what I mean? The only thing I can think of is is he Google searched um, the main chick. Um, Yavale? Uh, the one that... No, no, no. Oh, the oh. one that she's helping out. What? Uh, Daphne. 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 I wanted to call her Wanda, and I knew that was wrong. Daphne, and then got Valentina, and then went through Valentina to find Sophie. But that's maybe. the only way. Yeah, maybe. But she she did say her name was Sophie, though, so maybe yeah. he Googled Sophie. But that's weird. <laughs> yeah, because it's like he didn't know she was a photographer. No. He didn't know her last name. No. So it's like, how do you, how do you Google that? Blonde named Sophie. Now, now like I'm that. calling creeper card on this one because I hadn't <laughs> actually thought that far into it. Yeah, <laughs> but, but I'm calling creeper hard, card on him. And I know, I know, I say it, I've said it like the last three episodes in a row, but I'm really calling slut card on her. Why? 
Like, she's made out with, like, th- four different guys in the last three episodes. But, again, y- 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 you can't slut-shame her and not Ted. Because I mean, Ted does the exact same thing in the season that we are currently doing. I mean, that is fine. When we go back to How I Met Your Mother, I will completely slut-shame Ted. Okay, good, because uh, that's 100%. I mean... Dude was hitting on Stella the same time that the that the St. Patrick's Day party was happening. Not to mention the so. girl that he got the tattoo from, which mm-hmm. was right after the whole Robin thing. Like that's like three girls in a month, man. Oh, I'm pretty sure there were more in between there. Oh yeah, yeah probably. Like, I'd have to go back and, and double check. But oh man, dude, yeah. T- like- <laughs> I will. I will say this. Trying not to go off on a How I Met Your Mother tangent right now, but even though the website was set up at Barney's discretion, Ted Mosby as a jerk.com definitely deserves some Ted Mosby actual documentation because Ted is a jerk. Especially yeah. like um, the one he breaks up with on her birthday twice. Uh huh. Um, Dude, I gotta I gotta say, I don't know if we should do it or somebody should start a site called Ted Mo the real Ted Mosby is a jerk.com and go through the show and actually give us all the examples of why throughout the series. Yeah. I'm just saying somebody if you got the time, put this site together. I'm just like it would be awesome. You got the money, we got the time. (laughs) <laughs> that's right um there was another um, thing that that they talk about uh that i wanted to mention which i thought was hilarious while he was googling her he found a video of her falling into a sinkhole on cinco de mayo and she apparently went viral because of it and it was hashtag sinkhole de mayo and i just mayo. and i want to see a flashback of this like, oh i need this i was hoping that they're gonna show us a flashback of it yeah um which is really funny though, because that means somewhere while we were getting drunk on my birthday, she was yep. calling it a single. Yep. <laughs> uh, I really, really hope that somewhere down the line we get a flashback of that. I hope so. I it hope that's awesome. not the last time we hear that story brought up. Yeah, we need more Especially guys. Since it has they such teased a us. Name as yeah. Sinkhole de Mayo. They, they they teased us with this, and it's like. Oh, you got to give us more. Come on. Like, you got to. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If I don't get more, I'm going to be really pissed off. Yeah. And so, like like we had said before, you know, Jesse realizes he he wants to be with Sophie. and He's going to try at the exact same moment that she's making out with Robert. She's making out with Robert, man. And, and I'm it's like, like ah! And like we said, man, timing is such a bitch. <laughs> it's like we wanted Look, them to get that's a car fuck <laughs> there are plenty of times in my life where i can say that i am i'm fucked because of timing yeah you meet somebody and you're like oh man if i'd have only met them sooner or oh if i could go back in time and have had this moment be different yeah we've all had them yeah, uh, yeah absolutely man absolutely oh, fucking robert I- come on Fucking Robert, man. And uh, we're going to see him for at least the next couple episodes. I, I believe. That. 
Yep. I don't know. I don't know if anything's going to specifically happen because uh, for those of you who are watching this as we put them out, the next next week, well, f- this coming week, you know, from when we're recording it and everything, from when you guys would watch it, is the two part finale of well, two part mid season finale, I should say. Um, so we yeah. will be doing a double a double episode for the next one, so <coughs> episodes episodes ten and eleven, and um, a certain somebody is returning. Yeah. The one, the only Mister Barney Stinson is coming back Stinson. in this. Yeah, so we are, we are going to see. Um, most uh, my assumption is we are going to see the like the fruition of that scene from the end of the first episode of the season where. We Which meet, means we'll we also see get him. the scene from the trailer where they're at the bar and they're talking about the old guy she's dating, and then he like leans in and kisses her. He's like, "I'm yeah. the old guy she's dating." Yeah, most likely. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to these these two episodes, um, and then there will be, from what I understand, in like an eight week break. Uh, oh for, shit, that's a big yeah, break between. Um, this and then the next set chunk. So then we'll, we will be finishing up um, season three of how I met your mother during that time. Hell yeah, we, we will be six episodes left in that. So yeah. yeah. And then we're probably going to take like a couple week break on that. So they're going to, we're going to yeah. make some changes for how I met your mother season four. four. Yeah. Uh, we're we're going to try to do a little revamping and we got some stuff planned for that. So stay yep. tuned for that. Oh yeah, it's going to be good. So, uh, uh, before we go, John, what what were your overall thoughts of the episode as a whole? Oh, dude, I like I said, this was quintessential. How I Met Your Mother, like yeah. this show hit me in the feels. Like I, I leaned on this one, and I was like, okay, where is it going? Okay, yeah. that was funny, but wait, there's more. And I was <laughs> like, oh my god, um. Not sure how I feel about Robert yet, but I do definitely think that it's going to be yeah. an interesting story, especially since we know for some reason Sophie has a feeling it might be her father, which yeah, is also like, weird. This is going to be interesting um, to to find out why, how that comes about. But uh, I'm I'm fascinated to find out. I I really though I I, I like this one. I thought this one was fun. Good, it was a yeah, fun me episode. too. Yeah, I think they've done a fantastic job this season of really punching up the the, the how I met your mother of it, um, and and just really giving us like top notch episodes. I think yeah, my, my honestly top three episodes have probably of the show have probably come from this season. I, I really think that. so. I really I, do I think feel so. like season one though didn't get a fair shot considering they only got ten episodes. That's and true. they had to they had to tell a big story in ten yeah. episodes just to make sure they could come back for and they had to set season. they had to set up a lot of you know stuff the way they would do the show the characters there's there's a lot yeah and I mean that happens with a lot I mean we've talked about how the first season of How I Met Your Mother it's not the best it's got some great stuff in it but overall it's not mm-hmm. like top tier. Or anything, nope. and that happens with a lot of shows. A lot of shows, their first oh, yeah. seasons, I mean, aren't great. Scrubs is one of my favorite TV <clears throat> shows. I have literally watched that show more than I've watched any other show, including How I Met Your Mother. In season one, you know, when I start the show, I usually start season two because season one is just so dry. 
Yeah. It is setting I up mean, so much crap. Both The Office and Parks and Rec, their first seasons are rough to get through. Yeah. And well, I mean, th- I understand thankfully, why they're both. Office. Thankfully, they're both only six episodes. That is true. It's understandable why The Office is so dry, though. It's an adaption of a British comedy. And yeah. the, I mean, the first episode is literally a shot for shot remake. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. It's, but it's rough. It's rough to get to for both of those. So like, I understand. Um, but I think, I mean, I think they did a great job with season one. But oh, yeah. They have, they've blown season one out of the water with this season so far. They have. It's, season it's two has definitely great. stepped up the game. Yeah. It's, I, I every episode, I just, I feel like, I'm watching How I Met Your Mother, and like I get that, I just I get that warm feeling that you know from what that from watching. I don't know how to explain yeah. it, but well, we just, said it during the last episode of How I Met Your Father. This is another episode where like you could literally pull out this cast, take the How I Met Your Mother crew, and put put them into this one, yeah. and the storyline still works. Yeah, I mean it's yeah. not like it's. I understand how I met your father is a different story. It is a different incarnation. Uh, yeah, it's a different incarnation of what how I met your mother was, but yeah. it's the same purpose. It's yeah. the story of how somebody met somebody. We already know that who that person was was in the first episode, but we just don't know who it was yet. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like I don't think I would have liked the show if it didn't feel like how I met your mother. Yeah. So like. Like that's what I wanted from this show, and they're giving that, they're delivering that every time now, and and so I hope that they can continue to and just ride it out as long as they can. So I'm I'm excited oh, to yeah. see where it goes. Yeah, I'm excited for it. But uh, I think that's all I've got. You if you got any other thoughts, uh, if not, let everybody know where they can find you. <clears throat> well, I'm not a hard person to find, ladies and gentlemen. If you want to find me, you can hop on Twitter. Uh, my tag is right here, and if you're not watching, it is simply sane J1. I have a link to my podcast, which has a link to my blog. Well, it's a link to my blog, which has a link to my pod. No, it's the podcast to the blog. Um, please check it it's out. In there somewhere, it's folks. Somewhere, people. <laughs> Literally, uh, though, if you want to check it out, feel free. Uh, I am working on a new episode of Simply Sane, uh, my podcast. Uh, I should have something up within the next couple of weeks, maybe. Uh, I'm going through a transition period right now of some personal shit. So I'm working on it, but I'm not 100% sure when it'll be. Uh, but please feel free to check it out. If you have any questions, please hit me up on Twitter. Uh, I'm always there. Uh, if you want to go find me on Facebook, I mean, I'm not a hard person to find. Um, reach out. Let's talk. Let's have a discussion. Get to know me. I swear I'm a nice guy. All right. <laughs> uh, and you can find me on Twitter at movie blog Merck. That's the Twitter page for my site, Merck with a movie blog. Uh, I, if you are keeping up with my site, uh, I actually just put up some stuff for a, uh, a friend of mine covered a uh, Stranger Things parody musical called Stranger Sings. He did a, a review of it and an interview. So go check that out on Merck with movie Those are over there right now. Uh, and if you are watching this uh, podcast on video, you are on the Merc with Movie Blog YouTube channel. So be sure to hit that like button if you like what you're seeing. Smash that subscribe button. Click that little bell, wherever that fucker is. And when you click that bell, don't forget to set your notifications to notify you when we drop new content. 
That's right, folks. Get those notifications. The ding dings. The ding ding, motherfucker. Ding ding. Uh, <laughs> Who ordered the Wolfpack's fajitas? That's right. Uh, and if you are listening on uh, audio, you can head over to anchor.fm slash last call H-I-M-Y-M and leave us a voice message over there. We'd love to hear your beautiful voices. You know, leave us questions, comments, concerns, whatever you got. We want to hear it. Uh, and if, if we fuck app- something up, then tell us. Yeah, I mean, seriously, we've had people do that before, so let us know. You know? It happens. We'll talk <laughs> Have about you been it. hurt in a car? Then call William Vitar. Four 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 four. There you go. Now send us our checks, William Vitar. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, owes us at least three fifty right now. That's right. Give me tree fifty, you Loch Ness monster. Three dollars and fifty cents. <laughs> uh, and if you are an Apple Podcast, please, uh, you know, if you like what you hear, leave us a five star review, and uh, you know, we will read out. If you write something with it, you will read it out on air. I still don't know if Spotify does written reviews or not. If they do, I don't know where to find them. So if anybody out there knows <laughs> that answer to those questions, <laughs> hit us up on our Twitter page at Last Call H I M Y M. Uh, as well as on Instagram with the same handle at last call H I M Y M. We do have a Patreon, so haven't heard back from anybody. I'm assuming you're just not interested, but that's okay because we'll still pump out this show nonetheless. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but if you are, let us know. Patreon, we'll get some extra content up there for you. I got some stuff hanging around that we could probably cobble together for uh, <laughs> for a couple of things, uh, and then we'll just start doing some cool shit with you guys. We'll talk about all kinds of weird stuff. Hell Doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah, but. Uh, I think that is all I've got for him, man. What do you got for him? Got this great story about this time we met the Loch Ness Monster. I think it was all about right. July. August. Oh, it was August. No, that's for another time. <laughs> but I tell you what, you don't have to go home, but you can't listen here. All right, catch you next time.